Welcome everyone to episode 40 of the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology related matters and much more besides. I'm your host, Michael Lonnan, and for today's episode, I caught up with HSO's Head of Dynamics 365 Unified Operations, Will Winter. Now, I wanted to chat with Will because research suggests that large-scale ERP implementations have been known to take years without delivering measurable value, and I wanted to find out why and what can be done about it. So, grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. To your coffee. Uh, coffee in the morning, tea in the afternoon. Why such variety in your life, Will? <laughs> um, I don't know. I like the I like the jump start in the morning of coffee, and then I like the mellowness of tea in the afternoon. I mean, I like my tea strong anyway, but I don't know. I've, I I just it's just the way I like it. It's the way you are, Will. It's the <laughs> way you are. Nike or Nike? Um, oh. Nike, I'm a, I'm a child of the sort of 80s, so it was always Nike. Bacon sandwich with ketchup or bacon sandwich with brown sauce? Brown all all day long. Yes, you're a man after my own heart. Big Bang <laughs> or phased? Oh, tough one, tough one. I like the excitement of the Big Bang, the yeah. pressure and the build of it, but again, I've seen them go horribly wrong. So phased is, is less risky, but it's, it's not... Not as much of an exciting ride, really. Okay, which then leads you on to the kind of the first question there. So it's Microsoft Dynamics 365, the platform. They mm. kind of push it into this more modular approach to so companies can consume more of the elements of it, whether they want to go finance and then come to commerce later or, or come to project operations afterwards. Or something like that. They're making it a little bit easier to to consume the, the platform itself, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. I think they've taken the approach of getting the underlying structure correct and they've put a lot of development in that. And then they've they've started to build up the functionality on top of that in all the different areas. And then they've started to augment that with data and things. And then I think along the way, they are even adding on top of that with machine learning and, and AI and, and and those sort of things. They're all in, in different states. Some are more yeah. mature than others and things. But I, I think the, the underlying building block, they had to get the platform correct to allow people to say, okay, I'm going to cherry pick this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to roll that out and then I'm going to do this. And the, you know that it all connects well in the background and under, you know, un, underpinning that is is the dataverse and, and things. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, from from my, my point of view, it's it makes sense to do it bit by bit, but at the same time, you don't move house room by room as well. So there is an economy of scale there as well. So big, I, I won't call them ERP programs because they're transformation programs now yeah. because ERP is just the vehicle that allows you to, to get from A to B. You, you've got all the other stuff alongside that as well. So they are transformation programs now, but there is a an element of, if you do it as a phase approach, there is some throwaway developments typically you know, there's a bit of wastage in there. So you de-risk it with some additional cost and some additional timeline. Okay. It's horses for courses is how much how much you, the business a business can do at that point in time, where the pinch points are. You know, some of them have got a burning platform. They've got to get off on certain elements yeah. straight away. Some of them have got massive holes in their in their business model that as as customers have, have evolved their business model, they've 
bolted on bits of software and they do they work at that point in time but they're not fit for purpose for scaling and things so i was going to ask you what the value is for the the customer or the company that's then taking a more modular approach science 365 but then you're right in saying that it's horses for courses some may not want to take that uh, modular approach they may actually want to go big bang i suppose i mean again it's for each business to assess what their needs and requirements are at that point in time it's very dependent on the drivers really yeah because some businesses, we've certainly seen that their models completely change. So retailers, for instance, they were heavily re- reliant on high street and they might have had a, a, I don't know, a 20% online retail business. Well, that's completely changed now. So it's yeah. 80% online, 20% on high street. And where they may do previously with systems that were a bit flaky, it would fall over every now and again, and they were putting pressure on the business, but it was only a small bit of pressure. They're, they're now that's magnet magnified by four or five times and it's got to change straight away so it's it's we're seeing customers certainly come in now and saying i've got to do this i've got to do that within the next six to eight months okay. um and if you then load that alongside a big bang or a, a massive scale change the business isn't always ready to consume that it's not it, it doesn't have the resource or it doesn't have the the planning or the ability to to roll that sort of thing out so we can come yeah. in and go okay well we're going to solve this problem for you straight away and we can do that within six months and then we can work on the other things as we go through that so it de-risks it from a customer's point of view. It's a it is a massive de-risker. You don't go away and in two years' time you come back with an ERP project that business thinks, well, my business has moved on from from where I was 18 months ago now and and it's not fit for purpose any longer. So there's that revolution in there as well. I was going to ask you, so Microsoft have basically opened, or made it easier to consume the platform, whether you go full Monty and put everything in at once, or whether you take a more modular approach. They're kind of just making it a little bit easier. But what's kind of next then? Where, where will they take it? That, that, that seems to me to be, is that not the end? You either go full in or you go modular. What's next, do you think? Well, I think, as I, as I said earlier, they are, they're trying to build up the functionality in all of the modules. Some of them are a lot more down the line than others. And they are then applying the dataverse and saying to the customer, okay, well, here you go, here's the underlying structure. You know that that is completely, it's all connectable. You can bolt this on, you can bolt that on. There's there's no issue there. Then we're going to put these processes on top of that, standard processes that we think that your business will need right from the word go. So that then gives you best practice. You know that you have a, a system that is easily updatable, that you know it's not going to, it's not going to be out of date next year. It's going yeah. to be continued evolving and then on top of that they're putting a lot of the intelligence so so the, the business reporting so saying okay well we're going to put you know we're going to show we're going to surface these kpi reports for you because they're standard in your area we're going to we're going to build a lot of that reporting structure for you and then on top of that they will then put a lot of the machine learning and okay. um, ai i think is is the is the next step that they'll go to that they'll build that functionality and i know customers will want that themselves anyway but i think Microsoft will then start to surface it and say, well, if you want to increase your stock churn or something like that, or if you want to, I don't know, decrease your asset life or, yeah. or something, here you go, here's the, the AI and we'll, we can switch that on and it will, it will run the calculations for you in the background and it will come up with these suggestions for you. So I think that is the next step. They're a lot further on in some areas than others. And I think that it's just a push to bring all of them up, I think. So yeah, so once you've got the platform there, you've got the you've you've got the ability to then pull in all these different and, and new functionalities as, as Microsoft bring them through and you consume that far easier, far quicker. 
and get the advantages of those than you would do otherwise. So that's, I can see the, the obvious value and benefit to the organizations consuming their technology. So what about the, the consumer's of the of our consumers as such. So, what about the end customers? So, you'd like, so if yourself, me, whoever is buying from the retail or financial service company, or whoever is consuming that service from the organisation, what is the value to them? Do you think? Well, I, I mean, it's just big data, isn't it? So, it's uh, you would hope that at some point. I know customers are segmenting segmenting their data already, and they'll do targeted promotions and things. Uh, again, that still takes some work sometimes to get that sort of data out. And I, and Microsoft, when they start to to run these big algorithms and things in the background for, for our customers, you know, that will tailor, allow us to have very, very specific tailoring of, of, of advertisements and, and promos and things. But what you would hope as well along the way is that it brings down the ultimately brings down the price of consumer goods. Oh, um, I'd love that. Yeah, they would. I would love that. <laughs> um and and also the availability and and think, you know, if you we've seen Amazon do with Prime that you can get next day delivery, you would hope that you're going to get same day delivery and it's going to be even quicker than that. And and all of these things it allows um it will allow customers to really focus on where they're pinch points are in the business and drive those costs down and and you would hope that they're going to pass that on to the end consumers to the energy companies will i don't know about that i don't know about that i think that's a, <laughs> another yeah, topic whatever yeah, there's a whole sort of hornet's nest there i think <laughs> so where does hso fit and how does it help the customer along that kind of transformation journey depending on you know which direction they want to go big bang phased or however they're approaching it yeah well i i think from from a HSO point of view, the EAs um, and or a diagnostic phase, as we call it, really does help the customer along that journey because the EAs come in, they sit down, they they discuss where the pinch points are in, in, in the in the customer's business, what platforms they they're going to phase out, how they're going to how they want to transform their business, what processes need looking at, etc., and and really where the end the target end game is that that's the fundamental question that the EAs ask the customer. You know, where do you ultimately where do you want to get to in five years time, five, seven, ten years time, and they they help the customer plan that out alongside them so you know they, they sit down they'll say okay we're going to switch this bit of technology off here yeah. first of all because that's that's a massive area that that's causing you pain and we're going to replace that with this bit of d365 and then once you've got that engine in place then you can run this and we'll have those interfaces and then in after six months we'll switch that bit off and we'll start to master a bit more of the data yeah. and, and various different things but they will help the customer you know and if if they sit down and say you know what, you can do all of this, this area in one go. Do you have the appetite for that? Do you, do you have the risk profile for that? Fine, let's go for it, because that will ultimately be the cheapest way of doing it, because then there won't be any throwaway interfaces and things. However, if they don't have the ability to do that or whatever, we can we can plan it like this, this, this and this. And they will give three or four different options, actually, based on, okay. on what the customer has put through. And they really do help the customer along uh, along the way. And they do help them um, in, with make an informed decision. Whether you take a big bang or phase approach to your ERP projects depends on your appetite for risk, the urgency of the need and a host of other factors. But regardless of the approach taken, maintaining an eye on the purpose is critical in keeping your project aligned to the original need. Go of course in the project risk going over time, over budget and you're left with an unfit solution that users find ways to work around and expensive waste of money. 
Align functionality to need, not need to functionality, to deliver an ERP project that is fit for purpose and which delivers value. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Do visit www.hso.com forward slash dynamics matters for more episodes. And until next time, take care of yourselves. Thank you.